What is up, you beautiful human? Hello and welcome back to the Raw, Real and Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Beck Antonucci. Fam, you know that one of the things that lights me up the most is the woman cultivating her own internal worthiness so that she can live from courage to activate her authentic, vulnerable, courageous voice and that in the practice of the vulnerable expression of her, she then becomes confident. Through the repeated act of doing the courageous thing, she embodies confidence. But it doesn't start with confidence. It starts with cultivating worthiness, to live from courage, to activate the voice, to do the courageous thing repeatedly and in the repeated act that then transcends into confidence. <sighs> oh, my favorite, my favorite, 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 favorite. That's why I love delivering this work no matter who you are, what you've been through, what your story is. Seeing the woman become the most expressed version of her, it's what lights me up no matter what your unique flavor of self-expression is. And for me, self-expression also involves asking, having a powerful ask, being willing to ask what you want, need, desire, being willing to ask for what you want without attachment to the outcome and making sure that the win is never asking for what you want and getting it, but the win is having the ask and not being attached to the yes or the no. And today's episode is about a message I received on the way home from boxing class. Boxing is a secret passion of mine and something that I do really, really, really regularly. It's how I get in my body. It's how I have a really thriving relationship with fitness and my body and exercise and sweating. And on the way home from boxing class recently, I received this epiphany message about another edge of mine where I don't use my voice. And I also share with you the detrimental impacts of not using my voice and the parts of self that come forward when I'm behaving in ineffective ways in my life. I feel like this will serve you so deeply for the woman who desires to live from her courageous self-expression and activate her voice powerfully to claim her desires, to ask for what she wants, what she needs, what she desires to receive sexually and or otherwise. Everything touches fucking everything. Strap yourself in because this is a brilliant episode and powerful ask for me fam. I'm always in that fucking Instagram naughty corner. It's just grinding my absolute gears and I'm doing my best to just love IG with all the restrictions and limitations that sometimes it presses upon me. So if you fucking love this episode, if you get some pure medicine from it, please screenshot it, share it to your story and tag me so that A, I can be seen by more people. I want to be really authentic. I would love this podcast in more ears of more women. And B, I really want to fucking connect with you. I want to know what you received from this, what you got out of this, what aha moments landed for you from this. Let me know, fam. Connect with me. Tag me. Let me find you. Let me see you. Let me celebrate you. This is one hell of an episode, and I hope that you love listening to it just as much as I love recording it. Strap yourself in, fam. Let's fucking go. You know that I love to teach through lived experience and I mean, I'm sure there are many, many podcasts that have been created up until now and many, many more podcasts that will be created based on some kind of life event, something occurring for me where 
on the drive home from whatever it is, I receive this epiphany about that thing and an edge of mine that I get to lean into. Fam, I was on the drive home from boxing class and I received an insight into myself, an insight into another edge that exists within me, another block that exists within me, another resistance that exists within me that I get to explore when it comes to using my voice and asking for what I most need, want, desire. And I mean, courageous self-expression is my favorite thing to talk about. And the woman embodied in her courageous self-expression is also a woman embodied in her worthiness to ask what she wants, needs, desires. And I met this edge of mine that I didn't even know existed. And I met her in boxing class. And I know this might seem really silly. Some people always tell me, you make meaning out of everything and anything. I'm like, humans are by nature machine meaning makers. We can do this. And it's how I just learn about myself and it's how I integrate the things that I'm very, very interested in learning about studying into my life by just seeing how I show up and be with what life presents to me. And what life presented to me was boxing class. Now, I love a secret passion of mine, fam, is boxing. And a way for me to really get in my body powerfully is boxing. We were talking about this in True Transformation. I just launched over the past few days. We have two beautiful groups that have kicked off. And I asked them, what does nervous system regulation even mean to you? Because it's almost become this buzzword online, an amazing buzzword, but everyone's talking about it. Women are coming to me that are like, my nervous system is dysregulated. I need to regulate my nervous system. And that's cool, but what does that mean to you? And for me, an easy way to say what I mean if I'm to support a client to regulate her nervous system, is to get her in her body. And that, for me, is why I love boxing. I can for fucking sure live in my head. I can get myself so busy in my thoughts and I can create a future fantasy and then I can backtrack to the past and then I can pair those two together and create fucking catastrophe in my mind. Or I can think about all the things. I can think about my to-do list. I can think about organizational things, logistical things, work-related things, content-related things, study-related things, money-related things. There's just a million things that I could jump upstairs into my mind and get myself busy with, just like you. I think we're all human and none of us are very different. Getting me into my body allows me to break free from that. If I'm in my head when I'm working out, there is no chance that that workout is going to be phenomenal. In fact, If I get into my head during a workout, my energy will literally deplenish. Is that even a word? Did I try to go for dissipate, diminish, and deplenish? I literally feel like I just created the word there, fam. It's okay. We're all on track, though. My energy will go from big back energy to I'm going to fucking murder this workout to, oh, my God, I'm in my mind. I can't be bothered. I can't be fucked. Just get through the 45 minutes. I'm in my thoughts, and my body will feel heavy, slow, low, sluggish. What I love about boxing class is as soon as I put those mitts on or as soon as I'm holding pads for someone else, I drop straight into presence. I'm not thinking about the day that's left me. I'm not thinking about the day that's to come after me. I'm not thinking about Jake. I'm not thinking about travel. I'm not thinking about work. I'm not thinking about money. I'm just tapped into the present moment. 
That's why I love, love, love holding pads for my boxing partner. I'm thinking about the combos. What's next? Where she's punching? Am I doing a really great job as a boxing partner? Make sure that I catch the pad, the, the punches right. But I'm so there. I'm present to what I'm doing. I love that feeling. I think we all do. I think as I believe that as humans, we're desiring to feel connected and to feel connected requires depths of presence. You could lie in bed with your partner and both be on your mobile phones and then look at each other and say, I don't feel like we've connected today. Or you could lie in bed with each other and put your mobile phones away and just look each other in the eye or gently stroke each other's backs or run your fingers through the back of his neck and his hair or he can, Jake loves back scratches. I love light tickles. That for 10 minutes with each other with no phones versus three hours lying in bed watching Netflix and being on our mobile phones, I'm pretty sure you know which one is going to create connectedness and which one is not. To feel connected is not just sharing time. To feel connected requires presence for you to be present, dropped in, tapped in with that person, with yourself. Even my mentor's wife, Alexi, she, and I'm going to totally butcher this, on a call with her in one of their programs the other day, there was a study that said to create a secure attachment with your important relationships and significant relationships, not just intimate, but friendships, children, mother, father, people in your place of work, all it takes is 10 minutes of pure presence a day. Just 10 minutes. Just 10 minutes to put the phone away and drop in and be with that person. Amazing. Mind blown. People aren't doing that. Apparently people are doing that like once a month. Wow. That's because we are so fucking distracted. Get off fucking Instagram and go and give yourself and your loved ones 10 minutes of pure presence and see how that changes your relationships for the better. But what I love about boxing is it doesn't allow space for my mind to be anywhere else but there. And so for me, when it comes to getting me in my body, you know how I said, if I was to do a weight-based class and be in my thoughts, because the weight-based class won't get me in my body, it will get me further and deeper in my thoughts, the workout will feel hard and grueling. In boxing, yes, of course, I have good and bad days, days where I absolutely kill it and days where I just get through it, human like every single other person. It is, though, the easiest, fastest, quickest way for me to tap in, drop in, get in my body and just be present to that workout. After the workout, I would have sweated my absolute lady balls off. Like, literally, fam, I love sweating. I love sweat dripping off the end of my nose. I love sweat dripping off the end of my chin. I love sweat dripping off the end of my ponytail. I fucking love a good sweat. Afterwards, I feel light, proud, energized, revitalized, good to fucking go, take on the entire world. I mean, you can tell as I'm talking about it right now, my energy is almost being cultivated from within. And right now I feel lighter, bigger, louder, more motivated. That's what boxing class will do for me. I'll get in my body. I'll be and feel so present. Love boxing. The thing about boxing class, and this is where I received the message, I'm not a, I'm not a boxing coach. I used to be a personal trainer and Pilates instructor, and I'm pretty sure I have done a boxing course at some stage in my young adult life, but I'm not an expert at holding pads by any means. However, if you do a boxing class, quite often you'll be paired with another person and you'll do rounds. One will hold pads while one will punch and then you'll swap. The other will hold pads and punch and then swap. And the instructor keeps calling the rounds. Now, some context. I've had a fucked wrist from that time in my life where I thought I was going to be a movement expert and do handstands. So I have a really sore wrist. So I'm really conscious of my wrist when I box. I also punch really hard. Like I love to just fucking flog these mitts. I never want to punch someone in their face, but I love the crack of the pad on the mitt. And I was just like, boom. 
I feel, oh my God, I'm just like Rocky Balboa right now. Someone put me in the middle of the UFC in that big dome thing with like my crop top, my shorts, and I should be famous. I need all these millions of people cheering me. Becca Antonucci, what the fuck is my theme song? Like I fully get into it, even though it would scare the absolute, (laughs) it would terrify me to ever punch anyone in their actual face. (laughs) Anyway, back to the story. You're not a famous UFC fighter or a boxer. You're definitely not Rebecca Balboa. Chill out, bitch. Calm down before you totally lose any track that this current podcast is actually on. So I'm in boxing class. Love boxing class. You're in with partners. I've got a dodgy wrist. Because I've got a dodgy wrist, it requires my boxing partner to be a really great pad holder. Now, not everyone is taught how to hold pads. And just like I said, I'm not an expert. But one thing I do know that is that if you're a pad holder, you're not meant to hit the glove back hard. So they're essentially meant to catch the punch, not hit back the punch. Now, like I said, I love hitting hard. I'm quite fit just purely based on the fact that I love health and fitness and I'm consistent with my fitness. The other day, Jake was like, you're not fit, but you get better results than me. I was like, and Jake is like athlete fit. And I was like, I know I'm not fit, but I am fucking consistent and consistent creates results. So I'm fit, I'm strong, and I get paired with the really fit, strong girls. Some of them have not been taught how to hold pads properly. So some of them hit with their pad, my glove really hard. Not when they're punching, when they're my pad holder. I can catch really hard punches. I can hold pads for the fucking strongest girl and the strongest guy because I'm just catching the punch. But when I'm punching the pad, I need my pad holder not to hit me back. Some people who don't know how to hold pads properly hit back just as hard as I'm hitting. Now, what I recognize is this was happening over repetitive classes at different gyms time and time and time again. This is just what people do. They don't know how to hold pads. They're strong and fit. They probably want a really good workout too. They're hitting back my punch as hard as I'm hitting. Now, I started to get really fucking mad about this. My wrists would hurt. So if someone hits the pads back really hard when I punch, my wrists are in agony for days. Then I can't go back to boxing class. Boxing class is my favorite way to work out. I feel light. I feel in my body. And because of that, I get really fucking great fitness results as well. And I also just love the energy. I love the loudness. I love the movement. I love the sweating. I love it all. It's close to my house. I've got my favorite gyms. I've made my workout work for my personality. So just a little side note, fam, knowing that one of my core human needs is variety, I don't just get a gym membership and go to the same place every fucking day because I would get bored to fucking tears. And then I would turn around and be like, I'm not motivated. I always quit things that I start instead of saying, no, I'm fucking motivated. And I love going and I love doing and I love moving my body and I know what my fitness standard is, but my personality will get bored if I do the same shit over and over and over and over. If I go to the same group coaching class over and over and over and over, the same personal trainer over and over and over and over, I'll get bored and I'll quit. Okay, great. So you want to do something, but your personality doesn't like the same consistent routine. Yes. What can we do to support Rebecca's personality to thrive so she still gets the result that she desires but enjoys doing it in the process versus forcing myself, better go to the gym today because it's my standard, but I hate doing the same shit over and over and over. I literally get gym class passes to like four different gyms and I follow my favorite trainers and because it's new and I haven't gone in three days, I'm excited and motivated and I fucking thrive. Work with your personality, fam. Work with your personality. Anyway, back to the pad holding. So the strong women are hitting back my punches as hard as I'm punching. 
After they do this, for days on end, my wrists are in agony. I can't go back to class. In that process, I start going through this thought process of anger, resentment, judgment, and almost being like, why is she trying to hurt me? Why are you punching like that? This isn't the way that you hold pads. You're just meant to catch my punch. I'm not saying any of this. This is all my internal dialogue. And I get to class and a woman's hitting back and she's hitting really hard and I don't say anything and I don't say anything and I don't say anything. And then I snap mid-class. I'm like, can you not punch back my hand so hard? And I recognize, oh my God, my direct energy, I mean, I think you can hear it, fam. My direct energy when I fucking serve backfire in a ungrounded way, it can feel like an energetic punch to the fucking throat. And I've had to do a lot of work to contain this part of me because she was playing out in so many domains of my life, in so many areas repetitively, that she was causing fucking backfires everywhere. And so I've had to do a lot of work to rein it in, to rein her in. She comes from my warrior and she really thinks, remember fam, all parts have positive intention. She thinks, my internal warrior thinks she's doing something beautiful. She's not trying to cause an energetic shitstorm in my life, but because she doesn't trust in that moment other parts of me to come through, like for example, the vulnerable, softer part of me that at that doesn't look at a vulnerable request as a weakness or doesn't think saying, hey, can you just catch my punches a little lighter, doesn't feel like that's making a person wrong. The people pleaser isn't speaking, but that embodied version of me, if she could just show up to this woman and say, any woman, any of my gym partners, I'm not talking about one woman right now because there's been like 40 of them. That means that there was 40 separate choice points for Rebecca to say, hey, as she was about to put on her mitts, I have a dodgy wrist. As you're catching my punches, can you just be sure to just meet them and not hit back because otherwise my wrists end up in agony for days. Usually what happens when I say that is the woman goes, oh, yeah, sure. And even the woman in gym class last night was like, can you just let me know if I'm not doing it right because sometimes I don't know my own strength. But just keep checking in with me. Is that okay? Is that okay? Is that okay? And so all I needed to do was ask for what I need. But instead, I chose not to and thought, I'm just going to see if this new pad holder, if this new partner does it the way that I want it. And when she didn't, rather than just saying, hey, would you mind not hitting back so hard? Just can you catch them a little bit lighter for me? My wrist can end up in a little bit of pain for a few days later. Instead of doing that, I waited and I waited and I waited until I was angry frustrated, resentful, had created a story that she is trying to hurt me, had gone into judgment about her pad holding, not that mine is all that fucking good, I just know not to hit back so hard, and then threw the fire and probably made that woman feel really energetically attacked in that moment. I was like, oh, I didn't even know I was doing it wrong. You didn't fucking say anything. And so I'm driving home from boxing and I'm thinking to myself, Beck, this is fucking another edge for you to lean into. This is another place where you don't actually, I don't actually use my voice to get what I need. Every one of these women, I reckon I've done six months of boxing classes, three, four, and up to six classes a week. I can't even do the maths right now. But how many boxing classes would that be? Like 50, 60 boxing classes, 50, 60, 70, 80 opportunities to say to someone, hey, would you mind just catching my punch a little lighter. Would you mind just not hitting back so hard? Just softly, just gently, 
making that request. And even if they do the thing, because what's practiced is known. So if that person doesn't know how to not hit back hard, they might do it again. But just saying, hey, would you mind next time just a little bit lighter for me? Just a little bit lighter. I was given an opportunity, a choice point every single time. And I chose not to until one day I noticed my snap and I noticed I caught myself in the throwing of the fire because I've committed. I've committed to myself, fam. The warrior, that positive part, her reactions to things create painful outcomes for my human. So whilst my warrior is beautiful and I fucking love my warrior and she's here to protect me and she's like, well, fuck, Beck, what the fuck? You're not telling anyone to look after your wrists. You're not telling anyone at gym class, don't hit back so hard. So what the fuck? I'm about to throw the fucking fire because otherwise you're going to be in pain for the next five days. And so then she's like, boom, do you mind not punching back so hard? And I'm like, oh, my God, the warrior just came out. And then she's looking at me energetically. I'm envisioning like a version of me and almost like Xena warrior. Very, I look very sexy right now. I have this energetic Xena warrior to my side, which is me, who's like, what? And I'm looking at her like, why did you just throw all of that fire at someone? And she's looking at me thinking, you didn't say anything. You've been complaining about this for class after class after class after class. And so you've told me to take a back seat and not throw any fire, but I need to trust you that another part of you is going to come forward so that I don't have to show up and protect you. So what the fuck is that part? What part gets to come through? And the warrior's like, come on, I'm challenging you right now. And I'm sitting there like, she's got a really good coin. If the warrior doesn't come out and protect me, who's going to come through? And that's like the vulnerable, softer, more courageous expression of me that doesn't fear judgment and doesn't worry about. And that's the typical people pleaser fan. Oh, I don't want to make that woman feel bad or I don't want to change her workout. No, none of that stuff is true. She's still going to get an incredible workout. You are a personal trainer for fucking billions of years. You're probably the best partner she could have. You're going to work her out like a bad bitch. You still get to receive. And even if she doesn't like it, your wrists are sore for five days. Fucking ask for what you need. And the people please like, I don't want to make it wrong. I didn't even think that I had a people-pleasing part that existed for me anymore. But obviously, fam, obviously. And so knowing that all parts have positive intention and I get to do the work to create safety for this softer version of me to come through, not the people pleaser, people pleaser is not coming forward, but that softer, more authentic, dropped in, tapped in, courageous expression of me who is willing to ask for what she needs. She gets to, at every choice point, show up and ask so that the warrior can feel safe to stay out the back. The warrior isn't retiring. Me and her have had huge conversations. She doesn't get to retire. She's just there. She just knows she doesn't come forward first. Otherwise, catastrophe. And so this is something that we could call parts work. It is the integration of this new expression of me and bringing her through in every new choice point that comes forward for me. So what is a choice point? The choice point will be the next fucking boxing class that I do. And I've started practicing this of instead of waiting to see how they catch my punches, just say at the beginning, hey, I get really sore wrists. Would you mind just catching my punch and not hitting back so hard? Every woman so far, no problem. Thanks for letting me know. If I do hit too hard, will you just tell me? Sometimes I don't know my own strength. Honestly, fam, we are always just a courageous ask away from what we really want, need, desire. And my wrists are like, fucking thank you, bitch. Here's you talking about courageous self-expression on the internet 
And here's you setting all of these women, like four, five, six months of gym classes, setting all of these people up for failure by not asking for what you need. How can someone give you what you want in the way that you want it if you don't tell them how you like it? And I know that I'm talking about boxing right now, but you can apply that to fucking anything. You can apply that to sex. The poor dude doesn't even know that he's doing a shit job because you haven't told him that you're not enjoying it. In fact, you're fake moaning and he thinks that he's pleasing you and then afterwards you're complaining that he was shit in bed. But did you tell him? And not tell him that he was shit in bed, but did you say, I actually don't like it like that. What I would love for you to do, what really turns me on, oh, actually, this position doesn't feel good for me, but could we try filling the blank? Your lack of communicating what you want, need, desire It's not up to the other person to read your mind. And trust me, my personality would fucking love Jake to be a mind reader. I would just love it. I would love it. I would love it. I would love everyone to just give me. My personality would just love everyone to give me exactly what I want, when I want it, at the exact time that I want it, exactly how I like it. But my soul's like... (laughs) yeah that's not life so you can go with that but it's probably going to create a lot of um, turmoil for you how could we better look at that well you could bring forward a different part of you not the warrior but a softer more vulnerable courageous expression of you who uses her voice asks for what she wants and finds all the edges all the places and spaces where that unhealthy pattern that ineffective pattern still plays out. I didn't even fucking know it was here for me. And look at that. It showed up in motherfucking gym class. Fam, a short one for you today. I would love to know what has come up for you in this process. Are you thinking about the places and spaces that you still don't use your voice? Are you thinking about the places and spaces where you still don't ask for what you really want? Are you thinking about the people that you project onto, hoping that they can read your mind, but you've actually set them up for failure so they have no fucking clue what to give you because you've never asked what you want. (gasps) Mind blown. Honestly, life is just an experience. We get to be with what's here, see how we're showing up to it, and then ask, is this really how I want to be with this thing? And the gym class and the women that I've set up for failure for six months No, I don't want to be with them like that. I don't want to be with my workout like that. My wrists really don't want that. My physical body that loves to go to these workouts five, six days a week doesn't want that. So what gets to happen to shift my experience of this? It's my ask. It's my ask. It's my ask. Fam, I hope that you loved listening to today's episode just as much as I love recording it. Of course, I am always, I don't want to further perpetuate this, but it just seems to be. (laughs) Found out the other day I had an old client follow me on Instagram. We have a really beautiful relationship and you know that I'm sassy and funny fam. So I messaged her back and I said, how's me? I'm following you, bitch. And she responds to me and she goes, no, I was thinking about you this morning because I want to start one-on-one coaching with you again. And I was thinking, I haven't seen your content online for ages and I couldn't find you. And then I tried to search you and I couldn't find you. So Instagram has been unfollowing me off people's followers list. Instagram is not letting people see my content. And if you want to find me, you have to type my full name, 
and collaborator has been taken from me as well, which is why now I collaborate on my podcast page for all my podcast reels. But it's really frustrating because I'm delivering such fucking phenomenal work to this world. Women are having life-changing breakthroughs every fucking day from receiving my work, my medicine, my message. And it's just a shame that it's not yet getting into more ears of more women. So if you loved this episode, again, powerful ask, please screenshot it, share it to your story, tag me so that I can connect with you. Share on your story. What did you get to receive from this podcast today? I want to read. I want to know. I want to hear what's landing for you as you receive this in your ears. What's coming up for you personally? The more that you engage, play, interact with me, the more that I can uniquely tailor this podcast raw, real, and vulnerable for you, what you really desire to receive, what you really desire to get out of it. Remember, we are a community of humans all over the globe right now, but we're also a beautiful group of women sitting in circle all together. I'm not sitting in front. I'm not standing on a stage. This is deep tribal women's work. This is deep, old, historical women's work where we sit in circle with each other, learn and grow with each other. Share it. Tag me. Let me know what you received. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode just as much as I loved recording it, fam. Have the most beautiful, brilliant day. Let's fucking go. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're desiring more from me right now, firstly, I love your eagerness. And secondly, let's make it happen. Check out the link in my show notes where you can receive more information on my books, breakthroughs, online webinars, all upcoming courses and programs, and how you can get started on your journey within my world today. I can't wait to be back in your ears next week. And trust me, you won't want to miss this episode.